The Litro Lab podcast. My skin is a silver lining by Catherine Tan. As much as we are all already tired of the phrase new normal, I can't help noticing that unlike so many things forged out of this past year, it doesn't actually refer to something altogether negative. There's often a brave optimism which comes with its use in conversation. In fact, as storms of change continue to rage all around us, I continue to be flummoxed by the daily acts of hope and optimism I see in the people around me. We've all been searching for those silver linings, right from the start, and despite everything, not just the virus and the whole solar system of challenges which came with it, despite everything we keep finding them. Here's one of mine. Lockdowns and social distancing have transformed my relationship with my parents. The term skin positivity is a young one, but until recently it had been something I only ever felt a kind of wistful exclusion from, albeit self-exclusion. I just didn't have the tools or confidence to join in. But now I'm using the phrase myself for the first time. I have it. Skin positivity. It's mine to use, and it's actually partly thanks to spending so much time in isolation. When we first went into lockdown in the UK, I was determined to maintain as much normality as I could and not be sucked into the terrifying vortex of unprecedented upheaval which beckoned us all. I woke up as usual, planned my outfits as usual, did my hair and makeup as usual, and attended my postgrad classes as usual, albeit online. I was determined. I would power on. I would cling to normality in the few ways I still could. I think lots of people began with this attitude, and many have maintained it, perhaps finding makeup to be one of the last remaining signifiers of normal life. For lots of people, doing that morning routine is a necessary step into a productive day. However, like me, lots of us eventually succumbed to the tide of stay-at-home reality. I gradually gave up my outside world facade. Sweatpants became daily attire, bras were almost forgotten about, my straighteners sank to the bottom of the drawer, and I began to only apply makeup for my online classes. And then, eventually, not even for those. That final development might not sound like much of a landmark, but for me, it was unprecedented. I've had a long and wearying battle with self-confidence, skin positivity, or lack thereof, and treatment for acne. At 24, it's a needle which has been threading through my daily life for over a decade now. From a young age, I learnt to feel most myself when my skin was enhanced with foundation, my eyebrows with pencil, my eyes with mascara. These things weren't a mask. They were as essential to my happiness and functionality as clothes. Arguably more so. In recent years, however, I have seen and made some major changes in this department. When 2020 came around, I'd overcome more hurdles and gained more confidence than I had given up hoping for. I even went swimming regularly, heading off at dawn, barefaced and free. Despite this... Progress was slow, and I was still much more reliant on makeup than the people around me, though this was something I would never freely admit to. And then the pandemic arrived in the UK, and the restrictions which came with it created an opportunity that I don't think I would have otherwise been offered, possibly ever. It created a window of time, the unique conditions necessary for me to slowly, gently, become accustomed to the sight of my own bare skin. For a record number of continuous days, I was makeup-free, Every time I saw my reflection, I grew a little more used to it being plain and simple. Day by day, as my previous image of normality faded in my mind, I stopped seeing my eyelashes as short. My eyes no longer looked small. My eyebrows no longer seemed to require pedantic plucking. And, 
most importantly, my bare, scar-speckled face no longer looked raw, naked and ugly to me. Not only did this window of time give my skin a chance to breathe for the first time since I was a girl, it also gave it a chance to become mine again. Now don't get me wrong, lockdown is crap in all kinds of ways. Isolation is hard. But like those people who found love in a time of quarantine, who wrote that thing that they'd been putting off for for years, who found a new hobby or just finally, finally had the excuse to slow down and take a breather. Like those people, I am determined to pay attention to the positive things which, without COVID-19, might never have come about. Aside from the privacy of lockdown, two things have helped me ease into skin positivity. The first is dodgy internet, and the second is mandatory face masks. I have been able to gradually practice interacting with people without my war paint, but still with the comfort blanket of a face mask, pixelated video feed, or good natural lighting. In pre-COVID times, one of my biggest insecurities was sitting in front of someone and knowing that they could see everything that I couldn't. If they looked too closely, or if the strip lights were too stark, they might see every imperfection I had tried to hide. Interacting over Zoom, Skype and Jitsi isn't the same as real life, but it's a version of it in which you can have a little bit of control, a gentle veil between you and others which can be monitored and adjusted. Aside from the bliss of rubbing my eyes when I'm tired without panda eye repercussions, or hugging my boyfriend without leaving marks on his shirt, I think there are some much bigger symptoms of this opportunity to breathe, which so many of us have had. For better or worse, spending so much time away from the outside world's gaze will have changed something in all of us. I know from speaking to other makeup wearers that venturing back out as rules relaxed in the summer felt strange. Mascara felt heavy on the lashes, and the expectations of professionalism from the workplace suddenly felt unfair, archaic even. Some who might have thought they were putting all that effort in on their own terms, and for their own sake, suddenly questioned what professional or even pretty should mean. They'd gotten more accustomed to their own private standards. They were more equipped to make their own choices. This is not a fact, survey or science-based observation, of course. This past year has taught us all slightly different things about ourselves and our societies. But this is one shift I can't help but give some time to. I will not be binning my makeup bag or forsaking that favourite lipstick. But I do hope that I won't be the only one finding that makeup is no longer the baseline. It's no longer a standard requirement, but a choice, and one which can perhaps be made without fear of nonconformity, unfemininity, or unprofessionalism. This is the new normal, a vast and all-encompassing questioning of what normal means, why it matters, and what systems still exist to make us feel as though our appearances are anyone's business but our own. It truly sucks that right now, the only time I leave the house and see other humans is when I do my weekly food shop. But here's the silver lining. Now I can do it without my makeup on. Subscribe to the Litro Lab podcast on Spotify.